Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. Now, step number six, as soon as in step number five, as soon as your private lender's account is funded and is re- and the money is sitting there, you want to go find a deal just as soon as possible. And the reason for that is because your private lender is not making any money while their cash is just sitting there. So go find a deal to get the account to to use the private lender's money just as soon as possible. If you're a real estate investor and are wondering how to raise and leverage private money to make more profit on every deal, then you're in the right place. On Raising Private Money, we'll speak with new and seasoned investors to dissect their deals and extract the best tips and strategies to help you get the money because the money comes first. Now, here's your host, Jay Connor. All right, put on your seatbelts, folks, and get your ink pens out as we dive in right now. So, funding your deals with self-directed IRAs. First of all, over half people, over half of my private lenders are using their retirement funds, all right? So Quest, hands down, is the best self-directed IRA company in the nation, and so you need a relationship with a self-directed IRA company. I recommend Quest. Their service is impeccable. I get deals funded in 24 to 48 hours. So here's the deal. If you don't have a relationship with Quest, then when you're talking to a new potential private lender and they've got retirement funds, you're not going to have anybody to refer them to 
to get their retirement funds moved over so they can start funding your deals. It's important to understand the flow of the money and how it relates to your own success. You are like a orchestra conductor or director. What I mean by that is you're the communicator and you're making the moving parts work together. So here are the people that are involved. You've got your private lender, your lender, your individual private lender. Then there's you. And then there is your representative at Quest. All right. So here are the 14 steps on using private money that's retirement money in a self-directed IRA. So here we go. First of all, I want you I want to tell y'all, you don't need to be telling your private lenders everything that's going on behind the scenes. I'm not keeping anything from my private lenders, but we want to keep it absolutely as simple as possible. I want to keep everything easy for the private lenders. All I want them to do is to be just sitting back and collecting checks. If you tell them everything that's going on behind the scenes, they're going to be confused. Just keep it simple. So, as I said, I want my private lender just sitting back, doing nothing, and just having the checks come in the mail. So here's the 14 steps. Step number one, I want you to write these down on your notes there. So step number one is you want to get a rep at a self-directed IRA company. Establish the relationship. Now, the reason you're going to want this relationship with your representative at Quest is for at least two reasons. Number one, when you have a new private lender that has retirement funds, well, you're going to want to be able to introduce that new private lender to your rep at Quest. That rep at Quest will be responsible for holding your private lender's hand and getting their retirement funds moved over and having an account established at Quest, all right? You can ask your rep for some nice brochures from Quest. You can use those types of brochures when you are conducting and presenting, say, for example, a private lender luncheon. In addition to that, you can get additional marketing materials on Quest. So number one, establish the relationship. Step number two, when you have a new private lender, so now I'm talking about when you've got a new private lender and they are considering moving their funds, their retirement funds from where they currently are over to Quest, well, you can do one of two things. You can either have a three-way conference call or a three-way Zoom meeting with you your new private lender that's got retirement funds and your Quest rep. And the Quest rep will explain how the process works. That's my preferred way of doing it. Or another way you can do it, and of course, this this step is about getting the funds moved over to Quest from your private lender, wherever they currently are. Or you can just get permission from your private lender for your rep to call your private lender and explain the process. Either one, either one takes, you know, either one, either, either way works. So sit back. You don't do the talking after you do the uh, introduction and just let your rep do the explaining. Also, 
here's the deal. Your private lender is only going to have to sign one document that will authorize Quest to move the funds from where they currently are over to Quest. And then Quest is going to take care of the rest of it. Now, as I said, step number, I just said this, really. So when you're doing, when you're having this three-way call or Zoom meeting, let your rep at Quest do the talking. They'll explain the process of funding. They'll explain how funds get moved over. And again, let them take care of what they are, you know, the best at. Now, step number four is the signature. So step number four, signature. The self-directed, the Quest rep will send an authorization to your private lender to sign. And Quest has got so much now on DocuSign or eSign that they may not even need to email that to you anymore. You may just be able, your private lender may be able to just, you know, do an, an electronic signature. So the private lender here in this step is giving Quest the authorization to act on their behalf and move the funds from where they currently have their retirement account over to Quest. So the private lender, real simple here in this step, is just giving Quest the authorization to move the funds. Okay. Step number five is maybe take, it might take two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. It depends on where the retirement funds currently are. So the Quest rep should notify you, the real estate investor, once your new private lender's account is funded at Quest. And then once the account has been funded, then you are ready to go do a deal. Now, let me give you a piece of advice. Do not go get a house or property under contract to buy, and you're waiting on the private lender's funds to get transferred over to Quest because you don't know exactly how long that's going to take. Also, your private lender, if where their funds currently are, where their retirement funds currently are, if that company is dragging their feet, your private lender may need to reach out to their plan administrator where the funds currently are and follow up and, you know, ask what's the problem because there are one or two companies out there that will drag their feet on getting the funds moved over. So again, the length of this process can be between two weeks to four weeks. Now, step number six, as soon as in step number five, as soon as your private lender's account is funded and and is written, the money is sitting there, you want to go find a deal just as soon as possible. And the reason for that is because Real quick, y'all, you guys already know that I don't run any ads on this and I don't sell anything. And so the only ask I can ever ask of you guys is that you help me spread the word so we can help more real estate investors make more money, feed their families, and have the private money they need to fund their deals. And the only way we can do that is if I ask you to rate and review and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is you can just leave a review. It'll take you 10 seconds or one type of the thumb. It would mean the absolute world to me. And more importantly, it may change the world of someone else.
your private lender is not making any money while their cash is just sitting there. So go find a deal to get the account to, to use the private lender's money just as soon as possible. Now, now you got a deal. And if your manual's like mine, step six and seven was cut off. So you're having to write this in. So the account's funded. And now you've got a deal to get funded by your private lender's retirement account. You now call up the private lender. And again, as I taught you yesterday, you're not going to ask the private lender if they want to do the deal. That's stupid. Of course, they want to do the deal. You're going to call up the private lender and tell them you got great news. You've got a deal and then you're ready to put their funds to work and make money. And there's only four things that you need to tell the private lender when you've got this first deal. First of all, you tell them the after repaired value of the property. Secondly, where is it located? You don't need to tell them the physical address. They could care less about that. But, you know, what's the community it's located in? Then the amount of money from their funds that are required to fund the deal. And then the closing date. And that's it. They don't need to know any more information than that. They don't want to know any more information than that. And that's all you need to tell them. I'll tell you, by the time you do the second or the third deal, they could care less about all four of these points. All they want to know is how much money needs to be wired from Quest and when do you need it? How much and when? How much and when? How much and when? That's all that they want to know. So that's step number seven. Now, step number eight, You've called up your private lender. You've told them when the funds need to be wired. And so now you're going to contact your closing agent, your real estate attorney, and you're going to send your real estate attorney closing agent the closing agent instructions. Now, let me tell you what that is. So for all of y'all that are coming in to work with me on the Platinum Program, or if you already own my Where to Get the Money Now system, I have a document called Closing Agent Instructions. The purpose of this document is to simply let, by email, your real estate attorney know all the information that they need to know in order to prepare the paperwork. The promissory note, the mortgage, or the deed of trust, those are the two documents that your closing agent is going to prepare. Again, if you are using a title company or an escrow company, you still want your real estate attorney to prepare the documents. So when I refer to the closing agent instructions, I'm referring to that one document, and all you got to do is fill in the lines. It's a template. It's got the, your name or your company name is the borrower. It's got your private lender as the lender. You got the principal loan amount. You got the interest rate. You got the frequency of payments, how much of the payments, etc. Right. So you're going to send that to your real estate attorney. Now, next step, step number nine, your real estate attorney is now going to send to you by email the promissory note and the mortgage or the deed of trust. These are the two documents that they are preparing for you based off of the closing agent instructions that you email to them. Now, the reason these documents are being sent to you is because you must proof them for accuracy, all right? You've got to proof them for accuracy. 
because a human being is actually creating these documents. So you want to make sure that the promissory note with the loan amount, the borrower, the lender, all matches up to the closing agent instructions that you sent to your closing agent. Once you have reviewed the documents, it's now time for you to send those documents to your Quest rep, all right? Now, here's what's going to happen. The Quest rep is going to match up the documents, the promissory note, and the deed of trust or mortgage and to make sure it matches the direction of investment, which is also called the DOI, the direction of investment. Now, any more these days at Quest, they can no longer prepare the direction of investment. Your borrower actually has to prepare it, or you can prepare the direction of investment for your borrower. It's on, it's on e-sign, or you can give them instructions. So again, it's got to come from your borrower. You can call up your borrower, walk them through over the phone on exactly how to handle the direction of investment. Again, the direction of investment is a document that just like it sounds, is directing Quest on how much and where to wire the funds to fund your deal. The second bullet point here is guess what? You don't even have to check Quest box of expedited processing service anymore because everything at Quest is expedited. Everything is fast service. As I said at Quest, I get my deals funded in 24 to 48 business hours. Now, make a note here, important note here on step number 10. You are going to need to include or give your private lender the wiring instructions of your real estate attorney's trust account. Okay, so you've got to get the wiring instructions from your real estate attorney's trust account to go on the direction of investment. If you don't have that, Quest is not going to know where to wire the funds in order to fund your deal. That's step number 10. Step number 11, your rapid quest is now going to send the direction of investment. Well, actually, this has changed on step 11 now. So change my words. Step number 11 is the private lender now completes the direction of investment by e-sign. Okay? So they're just going to do that by email between themselves, your private lender, and your rapid quest. Now, so there it is right there. That's step number 12. The private lender is going to sign electronically the direction of investment, and that goes right back to your rep at Quest. So now, once the direction of investment has been executed, now the Quest is going to process the deal. They're going to schedule, and they're going to wire the funds that you are borrowing, the principal loan amount, to your real estate attorney's trust account. And then there it is, step number 14, close the deal. Now at this point, your real estate attorney has got the funds in their trust account, and now you can actually have the closing. Now, all these steps that I just went over, this is assuming you're, you are just starting out and you don't have a relationship with Quest. It's also assuming you got a brand new private lender. Well, let me go back here real quick and let me show you. Once you have a private lender and you have done a deal, 
you don't have to do the first five steps. All you got to do now is start with step number six and find more deals. Once your private lenders got their account funded, you're ready to do multiple deals and multiple deals and multiple deals with that private lender. You just find a deal. You call the lender up, given that they have funds available at Quest. You tell them, I got another deal to do. You contact your real estate attorney and send the closing instruction letter. Your attorney then sends you the promissory note and the mortgage for you to review. And then the direction of investment is set up and you send the promissory note and the deed of trust to Quest. And now they fund your deal and you just rinse and repeat, right? So again, those first five steps over what I just went over are starting from the point of you don't have a relationship with Quest and you're setting up a new private lender. So I've done hundreds and hundreds of these deals. It's a simple 14-step process. I know it was a little fast. Might have sounded a little complicated or whatever. Y'all don't need to worry about this exception right here. So the lender's only got three things to do. Number one, your lender meets your rep over the phone or by Zoom. And I'm talking about your Quest rep. Your lender then just signs an authorization for Quest to fund their account. And then they sign a direction of investment for each deal they do. That's it. So after they've already established their account at Quest, they don't have to do items number one or number two anymore. All they got to do is just sign a direction of investment for each deal. And there you have your deals being funded by your private lenders having their retirement funds at Quest. So that was easy, right? Okay, so Scott. I got two minutes for questions. Awesome. Okay, so from Andrew, how do you get Chris to make the leap from doing CMAs on listed properties to doing CMAs on junky no-list properties? So why would Chris, the realtor, do a CMA on an off-market house that's a FISBO? Because he knows that when I decide, or if I decide to put it in the multiple listing service, he's going to get the listing. So he's going to make money when that house is ready to market if I decide to list it. From Vertana, how long after closing typically do the interest payments begin going to the IRA or to the lender directly? That Give totally, timing examples, please. That totally depends on your agreement with your private lender as to how often they want payments. That will vary from private lender to private lender. However, I will tell you all of my payments that I have with private lenders that are using their retirement accounts, I do not make monthly payments because the, the money is not going back to them. So I either make quarterly interest-only payments, semi-annual, or annual payments. Michael wants to know if you'll show slide 12 again. Well, let me look and see what slide 12 was. Slide 12 was your lender signs the direct, so you can fill in the blanks. Your lender signs the direction of investment and returns it to Quest. Great. And also, now from Andrew, do you have some private lenders that ask more questions before they sign on the dotted line? And what types of things do they ask? Well, when you use my private lender presentation, which all of you that are coming in to work with me as Platinums or Masterminds, and if you own my Where to Get the Money Now system, the PowerPoint presentation that you have access to answers all those questions. It's called the Private Lender 
presentation. So it covers pretty much any question they're going to ask. I had a new private lender call me last night after uh, going to church for Bible study. And one question uh, he and his wife had, that's the new private lender that called me on my cell phone during the event yesterday. Uh, One question they had was, what are the tax ramifications? And the answer to tax ramifications is it depends on where the money's coming from. If your private lender is just using investment capital, it's ordinary income tax, whatever tax bracket they're in. So your private lender will receive in January every year from your accountant or CPA what's called a 1099-INT, a 1099-INT, which stands for 1099 interest income. That is ordinary income tax. If your private lender is loaning you money from their retirement account at Quest, then there is no tax. It's tax-free. In fact, according to the IRS regs, uh, you don't even send, you don't even have to send your private lender to Quest a 1099-INT. It's exempt. And I help real estate investors raise private money for their deals. So if you would like to have unlimited funding for your deals, regardless of what your background is, et cetera, but being able to get all the private money you would want. And I'm not talking hard money. I have got a brand new, just written, hot off the press money guide that you can download absolutely for free and you can get it right now. It's titled Seven Reasons Why Private Money Will Skyrocket Your Real Estate Business and Help You in Build Incredible Wealth. Go right on over right now to www.jayconner.com forward slash money guide, and it will put you on the path to getting all the funding you need right now for your real estate deals. Get it at www.jayconner.com forward slash money guide. Download it right now. Are you feeling inspired by the knowledge you gained in this episode? Then head over to jconner.com slash moneyguide. That's jconner.com slash moneyguide. And download your free guide that shares seven reasons why private money will skyrocket your real estate investing business right now. Again, that's jconner.com slash moneyguide to get your free guide. We'll see you next time on Raising Private Money with Jay Connor.